Good evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Cut. I'm your host, Christian Williams, and I'm here with Randy Hall. Randy, how are you, dude? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so technical difficulties start this, make this hilarious, as always. But <laughs> I'm happy to get through this. I have to pack for a bachelor party. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a hectic weekend. Don't get too drunk, dude. Do I ever? Yes. I try. Yes. I try. I never Occasionally. <laughs> I try. All right. Uh, as you guys just heard, we are also joined again by Adam Mack and Brandon Sweet. Adam, dude, how are you first? I was doing better till the technical difficulties and then y'all trying to just mess with me the whole time. <laughs> I can still what? mute you. <laughs> I'm going to mute you in the middle of talking about one of these prospects. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't right, done that already. Yeah, I, I just took my hand off the mouse. That's why. Sweet. How are you, dude? I'm good, man. Ready for round two and round three and about to head off to the Mile High City and have a nice little vacation. So, of course, they uh, they are not doing stadium tours until April 29th, and that's the day after I leave. So I'm pissed about oh, that. That sucks. On the plus Classic. side, you'll be back for the first round of the NFL draft, right? True. That's good stuff. All right, guys, we are here for another edition of the Mega Mock. Uh, this is going to be day two. We did day one. If you didn't catch that episode, just scroll back in the feed. It is our last released episode. It was a lot of fun. We we went through the whole first round. Obviously, with uh, day two, we have two rounds to go through today, so probably a little less analysis and a little more just having fun with it. Uh, before we get started, though, Make sure you guys go subscribe to our YouTube, as we've talked about a few times now. But if if you haven't caught it, we are doing an NFL Draft live stream during the draft, uh, which is going to be a ton of fun. Sweet's going to be there. Adam's going to hop in. I'm going to hop in and out. It's going to be tons of fun. We're going to have a ton of breakdown of these prospects. We're going to have some cool graphics. uh, And and we're just going to have a good time. We're probably going to be drinking a lot, too. Um, So come drink with us. Join us in the chat. You know, I might I might feel a little frisky and send out the StreamYard link and and then you guys can just join up too. So uh <laughs> but that's coming next Thursday. The draft is a week away when you guys are listening to this. So it's freaking awesome. So um yeah, and and to get prepared for the draft, make sure you guys go check out our draft guide, which released uh earlier this week. Uh, so if you go to the cutffb.com slash rankings and then click that little PDF at the top of the page, we have 127 pages of pretty good stuff in there. So we've gotten a lot of good feedback and thank you guys. If you have already viewed the draft guide, uh, if you have not go check it out, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. So go do that if you want. Um, we won't force you. Um, And then lastly, we would definitely appreciate any reviews that you leave, preferably four or five stars. If we're a one-star podcast, remember, just DM us. Tell us to fuck off. Um, Randy, am I forgetting anything? No Friday fix this week. Yeah, I think that would be it. Uh, Oh, well, we just we're doing a mock draft competition between all of us as in the cut slash friend group. (laughs) Uh, And I'm excited to win again. Even though I tied, I believe with one of you last year. I don't remember. 
It was I weird. Was, I think it was Sean. I was just pumped that I got CJ Henderson right. Yeah, I'm pretty positive Christian got last, so I can't wait for that to happen again. Yeah, it, it probably will, but I'm working really hard on that final mock. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, like really, really hard. I've done it over four or five times, and I'm doing three rounds, so um, it should be. All right. Yeah. Let's get into Mega Mock Day 2, but first I'll run you guys through Day 1 uh, very, very quickly. This is going to be a speed round, so if I fuck up, I'm just going to push through it. Ready, set, go. All right, number one, Jag- Jaguars took Trevor Lawrence. I already fucked up. Uh, two, Jets, Zach Wilson. Three, 49ers, Justin Fields. Four, Atlanta, Patrick Sertain. Five, Bengals, Panay Sewell. Six, Dolphins, Kyle Pitts. Seven, Lions traded to the Patriots, who selected Trey Lance. Eight, Panthers, Jamar Chase. Nine, Broncos traded inner division to the Chargers, who selected Rashawn Slater. Ten, Cowboys, J.C. Horn. 11, Giants, Michael Parsons. 12, Eagles, Devontae Smith. 13, Broncos, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Vikings, Jalen Phillips. That doesn't seem right. It it is right. It is right. Okay, sorry. I know, I know. Uh, Vikings, 14, Jalen Phillips. 15, Lions, Jalen Waddle. 16, Cardinals, Greg Newsom. 17, Raiders, Jameen Davis. 18, Dolphins, Christian Barmore. 19, football team, Mac Jones. 20, Bears, Rashad Bateman. 21, Colts, Aziz Ojolari. 22, Titans, Quiddy Pay. 23, Jets, Tevin Jenkins. 24, Steelers, Christian Derrissaw. 25, Jaguars, Trayvon Marig. 26, Browns, Caleb Farley. 27, Ravens, Elijah Vera Tucker. 28, Saints, Terrace Marshall Jr. 29, Packers, Levi Muzurike. 30, Bills, Landon Dickerson. 31, Chiefs, Samuel Cosme. 32, Buccaneers, Gregory Rousseau. I did it. I did it. Yeah, with only like seven fuck-ups. I'm so proud of you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's that's solid. So that's it is time. That's part. That's the <laughs> handicap. <laughs> All right. Uh, top around two. The Jaguars are on the clock, and Sweet is making the pick. Hit us with it. All right. This is my third pick for the Jaguars in this draft, and I'm sure they're all going to be happy. But we got Pat Fryermuth, <laughs> the tight end from Penn State. I mean, he's athletic. You can line him up in the slot. I, he's. I think he's clearly the best tight end in the draft. And let's let's give Trevor Lawrence his weapon. Let's ride. Whoa, 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 whoa! You say best tight end in the draft? <laughs> yes. You Kyle Pitts isn't a tight end, bro. Kyle Pitts isn't a tight end, bro. He's a unicorn. Yeah. There you go. Posi- I position. I can work with that. I can work with that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first time in like the last forty-seven minutes of us uh, recording a podcast that Adam chimed in to say something. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I respect the effort, sweet. I knew. You were you were enticing him. I um, baited him and he bought it. So all, he it took, all it took was Kyle Pitts. That's all it took. <laughs> it doesn't it's take much stuff. to get me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thirty-four. New York Jets are on the clock. I am selecting for them. My pick is Jason Owe, the edge out of Penn State. So back-to-back Penn State players. Uh, Jason Owe probably is going to go in the first round in the real NFL draft, just based on traits alone. Uh, but I mean, there's talk that Joe Tryon will get there as well. So I just went with Jason Oway to the Jets. They never select edge high, but they are now. So top of the second's the same shit. So it's Very the first, true. really. It All really right. Uh, moving on 35. I have the Falcons. We just had back to back Penn State. Now we're going to have back to back edges. I'm going with Joseph Osai, edge out of Texas. We They got a, uh, the best corner in the class, first round. They need edge desperately. They basically have fucking no one besides Dante Fowler. So, yeah. 
That's the that's, that's the explanation. That's facts. <laughs> a lot of facts. All right, Adam, you're on the clock. Sweet. There's a lot of talk that Miami's going to take this player uh, with the 18th pick. I think he has a strong chance to follow him here at 36. You know, they need a running back. We were talking about it earlier that Miami might not just value him as much. However, we're giving them giving them anyway. So I have Miami taking Najee Harris, running back from Alabama. I mean, he's the best running back in the draft. They need a running back. Seems like a perfect fit for both of them. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Could have shut off camera for a half second, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, sweet. Move on. Yeah, we're good. So number 37 overall, Adams, Philadelphia Eagles select Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio State. I think he's been climbing draft boards. It, it may be a little bit of a reach at this point, but I, I oh, like perfect him a lot. for Howie Rosen. No, I again, I think he's athletic. I think he's he's a hard hitter, and I think he's going to be a pro linebacker. I mean, that's a lot of people's opinions. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but no, he's good. So corner, uh, I think in the draft guy we comp him to uh, Darius Slay. So yeah, I'm rocking with it. What's this allegedly bullshit? <laughs> like your letter's someone, literally next to the pick. Like it had to be you. <laughs> someone someone changed it, dude. I didn't do No, they did. <laughs> if we were changing it, it wouldn't have been that one. I can promise you that. All, All right, right, you're on the clock. I got the Panthers three nine. They got gypped out technically of the chance of getting Patrick Sertain the first. They're getting Eric Stokes in the second. They need corner help and depth bad. It's a perfect fit. So I got sweet uh, Denver Broncos next. Um, they need offensive line help. This is a guy I've been I'm super high on. Um, I got to hear him talk during his pro day. Probably a big reach for him right here. I know a lot of you all just scratch your head, but I gave him Walker a little offensive tackle from Stanford. Um, I know he had some injury concerns while he was there, but I think he can be a little diamond in the rough in this draft. I know it's kind of a reach, but. The entire NFL draft is just a reach at some point. And he gave him Walker. Why not? Yeah, I mean, John Elway likes Stanford guys. I, I think he might take someone else from Stanford. I guess we'll find out later. Uh, so what a tease. Yeah. You never know. Um, okay, so moving on. Lions, number 41 overall. Um, I, another linebacker for me. I just love linebackers. Zaven Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa. I, think he could probably go in the first round but in this scenario he slides a little bit and I think name uh Tulsa on the front of his jersey but I think he's gonna be a solid linebacker and uh fit well with the Lions and hopefully keep improving that defense yeah I love it I I actually have Zaven going much much earlier but I fully understand I think his range of outcomes is crazy um I'm on the clock number 42 New York Giants uh, they need someone that's a little more reliable than Sterling Shepard. So I gave them Elijah Moore, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, who profiles as a true slot receiver, but one hell of one. Uh, very, very good player. I think there's a shot that he goes in the first round, though that that might be a little rich for me. Uh, but he falls here to the Giants. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the richness of the first round, but he is a very talented receiver, and... They avoided the first round, thankfully, but they get one here. <laughs> uh, 49ers in the clock at 43. 
kind of a mixed bag of needs here, but I ended up falling for Efitu Melifonwu, corner of Syracuse, just an incredible corner, big body, can do it all for the most part, but he is really, really good in zone, and that's what the 49ers have played for, it seems like a decade now. So uh, they got a lot of their pieces back, but they still need to add depth, and he can be their corner piece for the next decade, hopefully. Yeah. He's a good player. He actually profiles pretty similarly to like Akila Witherspoon. Uh, Jimmy Ward, I think, was the comp we went with. I don't remember all the comps off the top of my head, man. <laughs> Me neither. I'm I'm just kind of throwing them out here. I, we uh, literally did that draft guide, and I went brain dead the second it went out. I, I promise <laughs> you that. I, I was out of energy and everything. Still brain dead here. All right, Adam, you're on the clock. Sweet. So I got the Cowboys. Um I have them taking Ronnie Perkins, uh, an edge rusher from Oklahoma. I think their defensive line was extremely, extremely poor last year. I think a player to keep my eye out on for them is going to be Gregory Rasu from Miami. If he kind of slips anything, I mean, I think Jerry Jones, you know, he's willing to do anything to get the player he wants. But I ended up trading up with them. So I gave him Ronnie Perkins, gives him – some help on that defensive line that was just too super poor last season. So give him the best uh, edge rusher at, at the moment and Ronnie Perkins. Sweet. Sounds good. All right. Back to uh, the Jaguars again with me. Um, number 45 overall. Got them going with an offensive tackle, uh, Dylan Reddens from North Dakota State. So he was the senior bowl practice MVP, which is a huge accomplishment, right? I mean, that basically alone, a national championship. That alone makes him a first-round talent. So he did start 32 of 33 games at left tackle. But from what I've been reading, it sounds like he's kind of a positionless player and it could slide in on the right side if necessary. So I think maybe a good rotational piece and, you know, hopefully he can start day one. But if not, you know, he'll back up Cam Robinson, I think, on the left side. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I like Raidens a lot. He's one of my favorites. Uh, 46, the Lions are selecting here. There's a star. Was this part of the trade? Yes. Okay. This was part of the the trade back in the first round. So I had them select Richie Grant, the safety out of UCF. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of Lions games, but the ones I did, uh, their two safeties that they played quite a bit sucked ass. Richie mm-hmm. Grant doesn't suck ass. So. That's the justification here. I mean, that's that's fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Chargers on the clock next at 47. They got a really good offensive lineman. Now I'm going to give them a really good defensive lineman on the other side. Joe Tryon Edge out of Washington. A guy, like Christian says, being talked about as a first-round talent by a lot of people. I like him a lot. I do think he's second-round talent, but he will be more of a 3-4 stand-up rusher, which is what this defense needs right now so perfect i like that pick a lot he's actually fairly decent in dropping into coverage too yeah very weird player adam you're on the clock bro sweet so 48 with the raiders i have them taking alex leatherwood offensive tackle from alabama they need offensive line help i think leatherwood's gonna step in day one and provide you know some assistance to that no, it's John Gruden, so I try to think of many different ways of how John Gruden can fuck it up. 
a million times more. Thought about giving them a quarterback, you know, a wide receiver, running back, all these different positions. But I'm trying to think <laughs> that you know, John Gruden. I would I'd rather have bit. him do that than. Oh, Randy we're going to go with Leatherwood to be smart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Um, I don't know what's happening. There's two Randys in the, the stream yard. There's, that, there's something going on. That's there. not good. We don't uh, <laughs> it's definitely not good. No, kick the Blake one. My, my, for some reason, stream yard just canceled on me right there. <laughs> so I had to it's, come It's having a in. rough night. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of shows filtering through StreamYard right now while we record, so that's probably why. <laughs> Those right, bastards. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can you can kick the not appearing me. Yeah, I'm not even cutting this out of the episode. Why would we? Yeah. Eight screw ups. Here we go. So it leads oh. into number 49 overall. You know, we're talking about seeing double. So the Cardinals took a cornerback in round one. I have them going with the cornerback in round two because their secondary was booty cheeks last year, and they've lost Patrick Peterson, um, who wasn't that good either, to be honest. So I got them taking Asante Samuel Jr., the corner out of Florida State. He's athletic. He's got terrific ball skills, but uh, at least from what I've read about him, he's got a little grabby. He's got a little grab hands. So they'll they'll fix that, hopefully. He's a, he's a little guy, but he's one hell of a little guy. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dolphins are on the clock at pick 50. I went against my rankings, and I went with Javon Holland, the safety out of Oregon. I say safety very liberally. Uh, he's he's not a safety to me. He's a slot corner. Uh, but I saw, I was reading today, some NFL scouts said he's the best pure safety in this class. Bro, what? Okay, I, I get it. Some people love him. I don't, but I went with him to the Dolphins because they need safety help. So. Right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I get Washington next at 51. I believe I gave them Mac Jones in the first round. I get him again here, and I'm giving him Liam Eichenberg. A uh, tackle at Notre Dame, a tackle that, oh, probably like February, early March was going in the first round. They're getting him in the middle of the second round. That's some pretty good value, in my opinion. He's a plug-and-play starter day one. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Adam, Sweet. hit us. So I have 52 at the Bears, and Eichenberg was actually my pick here. However, he's now off the board. They need help on the offensive line, specifically at the guard position. Wyatt Davis from Ohio State kind of fits right in there for them. It's kind of a little bit of a stretch again, but they need guard help, and Eichenberg is off the table. So, yeah. Wyatt Davis. I, I actually. I like the pick. That's also against my rankings, though. I would go with other guards here, but that's okay. Sweet. All right. Number 53 overall with the Tennessee Titans. I've got them selecting Rondell Moore, wide receiver out of Purdue, who obviously blew up you know, in his first two seasons and then kind of faded out. It was just terrible. Um, and I feel bad for him because he might have been a first-round pick. He does lack size, obviously, but I think he's explosive. He's a playmaker. And he could fill in for Edory Jackson on the special teams uh, at the very worst in year one because they lost him to the Giants, I think. Um, unless I'm just coming off stupid right now. But uh, <laughs> Rondell Moore, I, let's, let's put him in there, replace him for Corey Davis, see what happens. Second round, good value, in my opinion. 
I actually think I might have this exact pick in my my final mock. Well, you're stupid. So no, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I think this is his floor, but I'm definitely against the first round anymore. Which I wasn't really on top of it, anyways. But he's a second round player that's going to be really, really good as long as he stays at his one spot and decides to move around a lot. Yeah, for sure. All right, fifty four. The Colts division rivals following up the the Tennessee Titans. They went with Tyson Campbell, the corner out of Georgia. Here, uh, they just need more bodies at the cornerback position. Rakiusin wasn't very good. Uh, they do have. Uh, Xavier Rhodes that played really, really well until he got hurt last year, which was shocking to a lot of people. But I, I still think they need people in that room, and Tyson Campbell kind of fits exactly what they want to do. So they definitely do. <laughs> Cockiest player in this entire draft, guaranteed. That's that's facts. I remember your question to him, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steelers on the clock, and I. No, I believe uh, Adam got them the falling Christian Darrisaw in the first round. I'm fixing their offensive line more and giving them Creed Humphrey. Uh, they needed to start left tackle. They needed a starting center. They get both in the first two picks, and they're two of, if not going to be the best by the end of this class in the next five years, they'll easily be top probably two to three at the position. Uh, Creed is really, really good. There's arguments for him going to the first two. Uh, even at the Steelers pick at 24. So they get to wait and pick him here. I like that pick quite a bit. I think I talked on the first one about how I think Creed's probably like on the fringe of first round. So, uh, Adam. Sweet. So I have the Seahawks, and I think this is the first pick for the Seahawks um, in this draft. I mean, there's no hiding. Um, that their biggest need is offensive line. I think in the last since he's entered the league, there's been no quarterback who's been sacked more than Russell Wilson. Especially now that there's rumors that he's looking for a trade, protect him and give him whatever he wants at all costs. So I give him Jackson Carmen, offensive tackle from Clemson. Just give him more protection. Last thing the Seahawks need is either the franchise quarterback demanding a trade or out the whole season with a torn ACL. Protect him at all costs. It's very okay. true. <laughs> I will say as well, Adam, every time you're on the clock, I think you're asking sweet something. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I've laughed the last two times. <laughs> I was I hoping it. no one said anything, and it just kept growing. <laughs> I'll keep doing it. Do I don't it. even notice. <laughs> I'm, All, right. All right, sweet. You're up. Wait, are you sure? Is this me? <laughs> uh, so, wow, the Rams. Oh, my God. The Rams have made an appearance. In the Mega Mark. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> now, in real life, I think Sean McVay probably trades this back and just keeps trading back and trading back and trading back um, for players and not giving up picks. Okay, anyway. I got them selecting Jabril Cox, linebacker out of LSU, with their 57th pick, which is also their first pick. Um, I like him. I mean, he's a three-down linebacker. Some concerns against the run, but I think with the Rams' defense and – you know, I think he's going to work well in that system. I really do, and I think he's a good value here towards the end of the second round. So, yeah, yeah, that's a really good pick. Uh, Ravens are on the clock, and Ooh. in the first, 
in the first round, they ended up going with Elijah Vera Tucker. So uh, obviously we know that the Ravens have a need at wide receiver. Although I did see that uh, their GM came out and said, it's offensive to the guys we have in the building when people say that. Well, well get better people well, in the building. It's offensive that the ball doesn't get thrown to them at the right spot. Um, Fair. But I gave them Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver out of Florida. Kadarius <laughs> uh, Tony. I mean, there's talk that he's a first-round pick. I'm not buying that. I don't think that he's a first-round talent. I think that this would be a sweet spot for him here in the second. And he falls all the way to the Ravens, who probably don't need another small receiver, but he's not super small. He's like it's all they. Small. It's all they like. What do you? That's <laughs> true. That's true. All right. Uh, now to the better AFC North team, the Browns at 59. Uh, <laughs> They got one of the best corners in the draft in the first. I'm following up with a really, really good depth edge of this class for sure. And Boogie Basham Jr., the edge out of Wake Forest. Uh, me and Christian like him a lot more than a lot of people. Um, but I really do think he, especially in a rotational role for the first year, can have a major impact for the Browns. And he could be the future running mate uh, with Miles Garrett uh, whenever Clowney's gone. Yeah. I that's that's a perfect pick. I think I mocked that in the first round, my first mock that I put out. So big fan. Adam. All right. So yeah. I have the Saints Damn at it. 16. I did not say it this time. I <laughs> um but I had the Proud Saints at 60. Um they have a huge need at the cornerback position. So I have them taking Aaron Robinson from Central Florida. I think he's very versatile. He can play in the slide, he can play out wide. He's going to be able to play no matter where where they need, and they have a huge need at cornerback. I think he's going to fit in very well. So I have him, Aaron Robinson to the Saints. Yep. <laughs> they need corner help for sure. Um, he's really, really good. So it's yeah. a great landing spot. All right, sweet. 61 overall here. We got the Buffalo Bills coming off a nice playoff run. You know, top five run defense last year. Got them going with Alim, McDe- Alim McNeil, defensive lineman out of NC State. Not going to be involved in the pass rush, um, but, again, he's going to help that run defense. He's going to eat blocks. He's going to hopefully eat double teams, maybe not early on in his career, but you know, going forward, I think that's that's the goal, and I think he's just a depth piece because, at you know, when you're Buffalo right now, solid team, you're, you're able to do that at this point in the draft. So, I think by anyone's rankings, he's a top – three uh one tech nose tackle in this class and i mean he's going to be really good at the next level and i think because he is in that limited position of this class uh, i think he's going to be coveted a lot more than people think so this maybe more towards the ceiling but the bills are definitely a good enough team to just pick their fucking need and <laughs> whatever's best at it yeah yeah all right, 62, the Packers. They finally get a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers here. I gave them Deami Brown, so they did take Levi and Wuzurike in the first round. Uh, so they, they still obviously didn't go skill position in the first round for Aaron Rodgers, but they're going to make up for it with Deami Brown here. He's going to stretch the field. He's going to really play the MVS role, I would say, to start out, and then MVS probably... It, what's what's ironic is they have the same issues. Deami Brown's probably going to drop some passes, uh, but that's that's okay. That's okay because at least he'll be able to run really fast for Rodgers. Yeah, well, what MVS wants like 
seven million a year, they could just tell him to fuck off and Yami yeah. can take a spot. And the Lions can sign him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Uh, I back on the. Oh, no. Am I back on? Yeah, I'm back on the clock yeah. for the Chiefs. Uh, they got someone in the first. I can't remember right now. Uh, <laughs> got to be a tackle. Samuel Cosme. Yes, Samuel Cosme. That makes more sense for me. Uh, I'm kidding. Another player I absolutely love in this draft. I'm going to say Brown to them. Wide receiver at USC. He's a more big body receiver on the outside. He can also play some slot. Uh, so he can move around the field. So he's basically going to replace Sammy Watkins, who doesn't do much past week one every year, but I hope Amon Ra does a lot better than that. Yeah. He's actually fairly similar to Sammy's skill set. Obviously a lesser prospect, but for what Sammy did for the Chiefs, like pretty pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, if he stays in the field, he's already better than Sammy for him. So facts. Yeah. All right, Adam. So I have the Buccaneers at 64. Um, we were talking about this in the first round, that there's really no – they don't really have a need um, at any positions, kind of more so looking to the future. They won the Super Bowl because their linebackers were sensational, and Nick Bolton has kind of fallen to them. So I have Nick, them taking Nick Bolton, linebacker from Missouri. And there really isn't a much big need around in any part of the team. More so adding depth and looking towards the future. He's kind of falling to them. So I think it's a pretty good fit for, for both parties. Yeah, he's going to be a rotational middle linebacker for them and the eventual replacement to uh, Levante, Levante David, too. they hope. Um, but with Devin White beside him, it won't fucking matter. So, yeah. <laughs> Facts. All right, sweet. Kick off the third round for us. All right, third round, we're back with the Jaguars. It's shock. Unbelievable how this has worked out. Um, Sweet's either best to have like, all the Jaguar fans love him, or he's about to be public enemy number one. Yeah, that's true. I'm fine with either because there's only like 20 fans. So. <laughs> well, there and, it and is. Now, yeah, <laughs> they won't be mad about that comment. They'll be mad about some pick you made, I promise you. Okay, one so anyway, getting back on track. I just couldn't pass up on Travis Etienne here. Uh, in the third round, it, somehow he went from being a top 20 pick to dropping all the way to the third round, which I'm a Clemson fan, obviously, along with a Ohio State fan. We're not going to get into that drama. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen every game of Travis Etienne for the last three years, so I maybe am a little biased, but I think he's a stud, and I don't think Urban Meyer is going to walk in and just hand the ball to James Robinson 25 times. I think he values talented guys, and Robinson's talented, don't get me wrong, but I I think he's going to have to prove it again. So that's why I got them making this pick. Yep. He, I mean, he also it, values speed, and yeah. ETN has that. So, yep. If anything, if there's any argument here, even if you love Robinson, ETN may be BPA on their board. So they just – Took him as a rebuilding team, just trying to figure out their life. (laughs) I also did see a tweet that most NFL teams have him as RB1. There's only a couple with Najee as RB1, but I don't know the truth to that. (laughs) It's a draft rumor season. We know how that goes. All right. Uh, Pick number 66, the New York Jets. I feel like I've had most of the Jets picks as well. Um, Yeah. But I... 
all of them? You might have, yeah. You had two and no, I didn't have Tevin Jenkins. I had 23. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good pick. Uh, but Shot. here, so Etienne was the smash, and I saw Sweet put in that he was taking him, and I was pretty upset. I should have traded up. I don't know why I didn't think to. Uh, however, the Jets still need a running back. So I gave them Javante Williams, who I actually think is better than Travis Etienne. I think Travis Etienne probably fits their scheme a little bit better, but Javante Williams is a stud. I call him a bowling ball. He's, I think his comp in the draft guide is Kareem Hunt. So if you've watched Kareem Hunt and know how he runs, pretty similar to Javante Williams, who's going to be the immediate starter for the Jets in this scenario. Yep. I think for like team needs, I like that better than the Jaguars, but like just like we said, it's... (laughs) These two are probably the two best at the board for most teams to start the third. So, yeah. Uh, and now with what seems like the only pick for the Texans ever, um, <laughs> they're finally on the board in the third round. And I'm giving hey. them Davey, I'm giving him Davion Nixon, the D tackle out of Iowa. Um, he's among, I think I have him tied with, uh, on Wuzarike as like the second best D tackle of the class. Um, I think they score a really high upside talent for the interior. They pretty much are rebuilding everywhere. Um, however, they could figure out the quarterback situation. Uh, that's obviously a concern of theirs, but the rest of the team pretty much sucks balls anyways. So uh, get the best talent you can on the board. Yeah, that's a good pick. All right, Adam, hit us with this one. All right, so I got the Falcons, and I was talking to one of my friends who's a Falcons fan, and he said with the fourth pick, he wants them to either take a quarterback or a player from Florida named Kyle. So I did. I did both. Here and yeah, I, here but... <laughs> Am I wrong? The, I, you didn't, but it's with the 68th pick. The 68th, they're getting a, a quarterback, and they're getting a former Florida Gator named Kyle. I have them taking Kyle Trask from Florida. Like I said in the uh, round one, I don't think they're ready to give up on Matt Ryan. They're taking Kyle Trask here. It gives them a backup quarterback. If Matt Ryan decides to pull Carson Wentz and just play absolutely terrible this season, they're getting a pretty decent quarterback that they can plug in and maybe try to make a playoff run. He's definitely not going to be the long-term solution, but you get him right here at 68. Pretty good opportunity to... Maybe get the quarterback of the future, but if he doesn't work out, whenever Matt Ryan's contract's up, you can get an actual long-term starter. Yeah, I I just want to quickly point out that I know that it's not necessarily how you mean it, but like if the Falcons do pick a quarterback at four, I don't think it necessarily means that they're giving up on Matt Ryan. I think they're more thinking it's more close to BPA plus the other factor of they think Matt Ryan's so good that they'll never be four again, <laughs> like while he's on the roster. So that's that's my only argument for them picking a quarterback, really, is I think they'll be more of like 10 to 20 from now on, so they'll have to trade up to get a quarterback because most classes don't have five first-round quarterbacks. Yeah, so definitely not a conversation for this episode, but you have to look at that then as a depreciating asset. So like you think of like what – what Jordan Love is looked at by the league now, probably it's probably a second round pick. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you'd, you'd probably get a late first back if you ended up trading that kid. If, if 
Matt Ryan's just a stud again. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think you would trade him ever. I think you'd trade Matt Ryan probably, but I think he'd figure it out next year. That's yeah. kind of the point. We, we digress. Sweet. Yes. Got the clock. Okay. So number 69 overall. Nice. <laughs> nice. For the Bengals. <laughs> nice. For the Bengals. Uh, I got them taking an edge rusher here, Peyton Turner. So he's not going to beat you with his natural given ability of pass rushing, but he's going to be with technique and he's a three-year starter and he's underrated um, and he's experienced. So again, not a guy that's going to start day one, but I think a rotational piece and developing piece for the Bengals. I mean, they do have Sam Hubbard, so I think he can at least, you know, be a rotational piece. So that's all I have to say about that. Someone said that Peyton Turner's uh, first round talent to me. I well, didn't respond. Well, someone <laughs> is a Houston fan because Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, little rich, and by a little, I mean a lot. Um, and I like Peyton Turner; he's a good player. Uh, number seventy, the Philadelphia Eagles, aka the quarterback factory. Uh, they yes, instead sir. of taking instead of taking like what I think is actually a decent developmental quarterback, I gave them Kellen Mond, who's not really a decent developmental quarterback. Um, He's a guy that should probably be a day three pick, but we know what the Eagles do and they like to fuck everything up. And this is coming. This episode comes the day after the news that Jalen Hurts has not been named the starter. Discussion for another day, probably. Don't Wild statement. That garbage. I don't. I, I mean, he is the starter. Who the starter week one is. Yeah, we all know that. I mean, unless they draft one of the first draft or whatever. But uh, again, if you cut off the quote, it always it's gonna sound worse. He's like, is the yeah. actual quote is I'm not naming Jalen Hurts a starter. I've seen him for two days. Yeah. <laughs> That's the quote. <laughs> Meaning, hey, time. give me a fucking month or so. <laughs> <laughs> or a week even would be yeah. good. But I have them taking Kellen Mond, the quarterback out of Texas A and M, who, you know, he's got some traits. So that's all I have to say. Oh, he's the Katy Perry of the draft, hot and cold all the time. I don't understand that guy. Uh, that should have been the comp. Yeah, I, I missed out, bud. We we fucked <laughs> so, up. It's always next year for puns. Um, <laughs> 71 for Sweets Broncos. Uh, I actually went with a quarterback as well from Stanford, as he alluded to earlier. I went with Davis Mills, obviously quarterback from Stanford. Uh, he's a guy that's being talked about in this next group of three of the day two guys between Trask, Mond, and himself as the highest rated of them all. Uh, there has been some discussion of him going very late first round to a team like the Saints. Not going to fucking happen. I think he, could, all three of these guys could go middle to late. They, uh, middle to late round two is the absolute ceiling, and then most likely third round. Uh, but all three have a good chance to develop and become the guy. Will they? Probably not. Uh, but <laughs> the Broncos want QB competition. They're not getting it from a top rookie. Let's get him a middle-around rookie who has some potential anyways. Yeah. I love this pick a lot. <laughs> you like a lot of mine. <laughs> I like them. I like all the picks. Let's be real. Except <laughs> this next one. Adam, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Adam. I was just kidding. Sweet, Adam, you're up. I mean, what? <laughs> All right, sweet. So, um, I have the Lions at 72. I have them taking Rashad Weaver, uh, an edge rusher from Pitt. Apparently, this isn't a good pick. 
pen. I wasn't using the right sources, whatever. Um, I was I just think... kidding, Adam. No, you're not. Um, Shad Weaver yeah. hates me. Well, he, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, facts. The Rashad Weaver, I tweeted something about him. I shouldn't have. Uh, I said he was a day three player. He retweeted it. Uh, so he hates me. Oh, That's why I didn't like him. You would tweet baby. something that you shouldn't? That shocks me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you took you took Rashad Weaver. The edge out of pit. Who's, who's a pretty good player? He's, he's that, trait, trait-based. Very, very trait-based. And edge is definitely a depth piece of need for them. They got... Oh wow! When you just walk right into screwing yourself over like that, <laughs> uh, they returned. God, Romeo Aquara. Thank you, my God, Aquara at Edge. Uh, so they got some pieces that they like, but neither him, Aquaro, or uh, whatever Trey the fuck Flowers. is Trey Flowers. Thank you. I was gonna say Flowers. <laughs> I was like, that's wrong. Everything's stupid to me right now. Uh, neither of them have really like been incredible. I know Aquara had double digit sacks this last year, but it was more an anomaly than a lot of people think. Uh, so hopefully whatever edge goes to them, they can compete and help the rotation. Weaver can do that. For sure. Sweet, you're on the clock. All right, so number 73 overall, we've got the Panthers. So I've got them taking an offensive tackle. Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Usually Michigan's very good in the trenches, and a lot of their players are, are solid up front uh, on both sides. I think if Mayfield comes back next season and plays another college year, I think he might be towards the high second round, maybe even the first round, depending on needs. So I think he's a little inexperienced, which I think that's, you know, that could cause some bumps in the road. So I don't know if he's going to be an immediate starter, but I think he's got the, definitely got the talent to develop into one. Yeah. I think the concerns about just not enough playing time yet there's concerns after his like measurements and everything about him maybe having to play guard instead of tackle. I think that's why slipping down boards. I still think he's a tackle, but either way, uh, the Panthers need O line help. So if he plays tackle, great. If he plays guard, good. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, his uh, his relative athletic score was really really bad too. So people are freaking out, but still a developmental guard slash tackle slash whatever. He's good. He's a good player. Uh, 74 Washington football team. You know, I, I don't remember this pick, but I gave them Brevin Jordan, the tight end out of Miami, which it kind of makes sense. You know, you think about Logan Thomas, if he goes down last year, they're in trouble. He was their second option, sometimes their first option. So if Brevin Jordan is there as, as a second uh, tight end option. I think he's going to be used as a weapon immediately. I think they do go a little more 12 personnel, especially if they can't add a ton of wide receiver depth because I don't love their room right now. So, Brevin Jordan, Washington football team. And it, it works out because they're two best receivers, obviously being Chris Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin are more slender, get open in every level type guys. Brevin Jordan can immediately come in and be the big body, win at the catch point guy for them. Facts. All right. And speaking of pick bodies, Cowboys up next at 75. I gave him Tommy Togiai, the D tackle at OSU. He's being talked about very, very highly. Probably is going to go before here, but this is middle towards the floor, probably. But either way, this is definitely an outcome that's very, very possible. They need D tackle help for sure. 
Uh, we alluded to it, their last pick when they picked an edge. This completely <laughs> helps out the entire defense here. They got a corner. I mean, they're plugging every kind of hole they can on defense in this draft. And I think that's really, really good for them and really, really shitty for everyone else in the NFC least who can barely put a team together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like Adam, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the Giants at 76. They need some help at cornerback. And kind of big, probably a big reach. I don't think this guy is going to have a very great career, but never Seems doubt Dave Gettleman. And so I haven't taken Sean Wade, cornerback from Ohio State. No, I... I'll be honest, I didn't watch much of Ohio State, but a lot of my friends watch a lot of the Ohio State games. And <laughs> every week they just complained about com- complained about him. I thought what a great opportunity he was to play for the Giants. Especially <laughs> me being an Eagles fan, I thought it was a great fit. If I had the Cowboys here, I definitely would have gave, gave them Wade, but I didn't have the Cowboys, so I had my second least favorite team in the Giants. No one, No one liked Wade, so therefore... He's ending up in New York. They're never going to draft another cornerback from Ohio State after this. <laughs> yeah, that would be well, rough. Luckily for them, Sean Wade's going to be a nickel corner and safety. Uh, so I think he could actually thrive at the next level, especially at a team that has other really good outside corners like the Giants. So, ha. Yeah, good pick, I will, Adam. I, I will, <laughs> maybe I will slightly say, though, early, but good pick still. I will say, though, they have a good nickel corner in Darnay Holmes, and they have two good safeties. So then he probably gets forced to rotate on the outside, and then that's where, Fuck like, Holmes. oof. Sean Wade, it is. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I think they need help regardless. And yeah. especially, I mean, he'll probably be able to lock down Jalen Rager, let's be honest. So that's not saying much. <laughs> facts. Couldn't lock down Justin <laughs> Jefferson, though. All right, sweet. You're on the clock. That's not wow. saying much either. <laughs> Good lord! Wow. Okay. Um, so number seventy-seven overall. This was the Chargers pick. Now it's Denver's uh, from the trade earlier, which you guys have heard about. So I've got them taking Michael Carter, running back out of North Carolina, uh, mainly because our running back room is is a is like a dumpster fire. I mean, Mike <laughs> Boone is. I know you guys will disagree with me, but Melvin Gordon stinks. He does. He, he, he's he's good enough. He's not a number one running back right now. He fumbles uh, every other carry, and you know I'm just not crazy about Melvin Gordon. And he's he's either injured or fumbling in my opinion. So <laughs> let's get Javante Williams. I'm sorry, not Javante. I wish we could get Javante Williams. Uh, Michael Carter in there, replacement for Philip Lindsay, and hopefully he's starting by like week eight because I just can't watch Melvin Gordon. Anymore. I don't think Michael Carter is going to be a starter, especially year one. I think this is one of the perfect scenarios for him, though. Let Melvin Gordon pound the ball uh, 15, 20 times a game, give the other touches to Carter, have Carter be more of the predominant pass-catching back. He's explosive and just super agile everywhere. (laughs) He will destroy you in a phone booth. So I think it's a perfect change of pace uh, back for the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, I like the pick. I like all the picks except for the Rashad Weaver pick. Um, <laughs> 78 bad. overall. No, it's okay, Adam. It's okay. Uh, 78th overall, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they need a third wide receiver incredibly badly. Uh, so they have 
Chad Beebe right now is slotted in as their their wide receiver three. So I gave them Tylen Wallace, the wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. Definitely not a Chad Beebe clone, but that's probably for the better. Uh, Tylen Wallace is one of the more intriguing prospects because he's a small guy that's really, really good at the catch point. He's kind of a jump ball specialist, but he's under six feet. So uh, it, he also, I mean, he's he's fast too. So he he can be a yak guy for you and his route running can get there. So I think he's a perfect complement to Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. And then he can have an expanded role when Adam Thielen's done because that's on the horizon. Yeah. People don't talk about that part enough. Uh, <laughs> but either way. Um, and now moving on to my only pick for the Raiders in this draft. Unfortunately, I'm going to give him a Gruden grinder if there ever was one. And Quinn Miners, the interior offensive lineman of Wisconsin Whitewater, the other senior bowl MVP of sorts, definitely the social media MVP of the week. Um, dude's actually kind of an athletic freak, especially for his size. He basically got the whole year off football and he just worked out his body. He looks incredible. He has he self-taught himself how to play center, so I think there's some worry at that spot. But the Raiders definitely, worst case this season, they need depth at guard for sure. Uh, They're hoping Denzel Good, who they believe in, can be their right guard, and Rasheed Incognito in his old age can be their left guard. Odds are Quinn Miners starts by week eight, in my opinion, or he at least learns the ropes, and he won't be bullied by Richie Incognito. Uh, mostly because he's a white kid. Um, wow! Uh, Yikes! Uh, oh, are we? Right. Are we? I mean, Richie Incognito is a piece of shit. Let's be. <laughs> I feel like it just true. has been talked about in the last five years. <laughs> had to bring it up quick. Fair enough. Also All fits right. with the Raiders tweets. Um, oh my um, god! Yeah, not talking about that. But the Raiders are back on the clock. Adam, go. So I have the Raiders again at the 80th pick. They need help at safety. Our Darius Washington uh, safety from TCU is the pick. They need safety help. He was the best safety on the board at the moment. <laughs> Pretty much my thought process. Fucking riveting, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Last... Give him an Eagles like... pick and he touches himself. Anyone else, he hates us. Jesus Christ. I talked about Sean Wade and I, we told me he hates me. So I kept it simple and I'm still the asshole. Our <laughs> Darius Washington is probably Adam's size, let's be real. Uh, but he's good at football, so I actually Adam's huge, by the way. <laughs> Thick. Um yeah, I think it's a good fit. Uh they definitely need help around Jonathan Abram in that safety room. Uh and the way Abram plays, he's probably gonna be out four or five games. So either way, I think Washington gets out of the field and plays really well. That's what I was I trying to say, and that wasn't good enough. Yeah. It was <laughs> you, you didn't say shit. That's what you just and they pick our Darius Washington. Oh damn it! <laughs> it was close, buddy. All right, Sorry. moving, moving on <laughs> number eighty-one. Here. Number eighty-one overall, we got the Miami Dolphins selecting Trey Smith, the offensive lineman. I guess offensive guard from Tennessee. I mean, I've read good things about him, but Randy, I think, compared him to Eric Flowers, so I'm not really, uh, feeling, yeah, the, not really feeling too good after that. The <laughs> under, the under talented, overpaid left guard for the Dolphins, and they pick up another one. Love well, it. That's... Hey, but now you could trade Flowers. You could trade him and a six and get a seventh back. Let Trey Smith start left guard. Um, same, same. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christian should speak on Trey Smith. I should never speak on him again. I should. I fucking love Trey Smith. He's like one of my top five interior offensive linemen, I believe. So uh, I, mean, I read good he, things about him. I really, I really he, did. He's a good player, man. He he's a mauler if he can get his hands on people. The problem is like his footwork's pretty bad. He's still pretty raw, which kind of sucks for a four-year starter, a three-year oh, yeah. starter because he got hurt. So three-year starter, five-star recruit, never got better, won't ever get better. Recruited as a tackle, moved to guard because his feet were too slow, and then his feet are still kind of too slow. But he'll fix it. He'll be good. Trey Smith <laughs> I, made, made me proud. <laughs> he will. He will. All right, number 82, Washington football team. Randy, shut your face, dude. Uh, <laughs> 82, Washington football team. Uh, I went with Brevin Jordan, and now we're going to continue adding to the weapons for Ryan Fitzpatrick slash Taylor Heineke. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver out of Western Michigan. For a while, uh, he was being talked about as like a fringe first rounder by Todd McShay, I believe. Uh, granted, it's Todd McShay. He's he's here in the third. He should be here in the third because he's a small school wide receiver that's like five nine. Uh, but he's really cool with the ball, and so I'm going with him. Uh, yeah, they're just building out a quick, explosive wide receiver room, and then Brevin Jordan be the athletic tight end freak for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Mac Jones, not Heineke. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot we drafted No, him. I know. That's why I gave you that. It was crooked. I was like, you son of a bitch. I gave him Mac Jones. Uh, he's going to be not Heineke for backup. Come on. He probably won't. Um, yeah, I think he will, but he probably won't. Uh, <laughs> Chicago Bears on the clock next. Uh, they've got a wide receiver, and I believe they got a guard already. Um, I'm going to come back uh, with Stone Forsythe at tackle. They kind of have two tackles. They don't really love either. Slash, they want both back. Also, what one back. It's been very confusing with the Bears. I think there's a good chance they take a tackle in the first. Obviously, they got Bateman, so uh, there's definitely no cause for concern there, even with, I, I think, Darisol probably would have been as close to good of a pick, but Bateman's really, really good as well. And then they get a really good developmental tackle in the third year in Stone Forsyth, uh, who definitely I've scouted later in the process, but he's definitely like my 10th or 11th ranked tackle, I believe, just at a pure uh, film grade off the first three games I watched. He's very, very good. He's got some room to develop, and he's got a chance to here. Yeah. I'm putting on the 2021 all-name team. It's close. Yeah, Stone Forsyth. It's a nice name. That's a yeah, he's got he's got a good anchor, bad hands. That's that's pretty much the yep. eval. <laughs> uh, all right, Adam, you get to pick for the Eagles. Congrats, buddy. Hey. So I have the Eagles again at pick eighty four. Uh, they have solved two major issues with the team already: uh, wide receiver and linebacker. The last major issue they have with the team is cornerback. They need someone to play alongside and after the field of Darius Slay. And now with all the new weapons in the NFC East, we need major cornerback help. That's why I have them taking Benjamin St. Just, just Benjamin Juiced, from Juiced, Juiced. You're right. the first time. Yeah. Uh, from Minnesota. There's just no hiding. The Eagles need major cornerback help, especially in the NFC East now with all the weapons that Dallas has the offseason the Giants have and all the picks the football team has made this draft with all the wide receivers. There's like can't cover everybody and I don't trust anyone else. 
So we need major cornerback help. It's a good for pick. sure. It's a good pick. All right, Thank sweet. You. All right, so number eighty-five overall, we've got the Tennessee Titans again. So this guy, I actually noticed because I watched probably the most film I've watched is Zach Wilson uh, for this off season, and I noticed that you know his blind side was pretty protected, and again, it's against lesser competition, so you take that under. You know, advisement. This is why I have Brady Christensen going in the third round here, tackle out of BYU. Um, again, I think he fits in with Tennessee. Uh, I think he's going to be developmental. I mean, anytime you take a tackle at this point, it's it's probably going to be developmental unless they just really blow you away. So uh, that's how I noticed Christensen. And I think let's just put him with Tannehill and let's get his blind side blocked if he develops into that. So. I like Christensen a lot. Randy and I, I believe, argued a little bit over that on the offensive tackle episode because I think I like him more than Randy does uh, for various reasons. But then he came out and uh, he tested at his pro day way more athletic than even I thought he was. So uh, he can move. He wasn't really asked to a ton at BYU, but I like this pick. He could, realistically, they have a need at right tackle. He could probably slot in and start at right tackle for them this year. So. All right, 86, the Jets. Again, God, uh, Jets fans are, are going to hate me. Uh, but I'm giving them Elijah Molden, the slot corner slash, I guess, safety out of Washington. I'm lower on this kid, but I know everyone loves him. I think he's got really, really good instincts. And I think Robert Sala and company are really going to like him for that reason. So he goes here at pick 86. All right. Um... With the Steelers at pick 87, who I pick four again, they have fixed their offensive line pretty much, I'd say, uh, after getting two top end talents. Uh, now they get a top four running back in the class and Kenny Gainwell, running back from Memphis. Uh, some people have him top three. He's so close, but just outside for us. He's very, very good. And if he gets to start off with not having to be 100% workhorse, I, I think he could even develop even more. But He's going to absolutely kill it for the Steelers who get to fix other problems and still get a top end running back. Yeah. It's a good pick. I I I'm intrigued though by uh a guy we'll talk about here later to the Steelers instead of Gainwell, but I like Gainwell more. So Adam you're on the clock. So <laughs> I have the Rams with the eighty eighth pick. Feels like this is like their only pick at all. At all, okay. however, they lost John Johnson this offseason uh, to free agency. Jamar Jefferson has fallen. Or Jamar yeah. Johnson, yeah, he fell. He fell to them. Um, safety from Indiana. He fell to him here. I think the Rams take them. Take him at eighty-eight. Replace one double J with another one. I like it. Who has actually been comp to John Johnson? It's it's yeah, pretty. It's, yeah, it's, it's a wild wild situation. <laughs> Uh, all right, pick number 89, sweet. We're going to go lightning round, player, one thing, next pick. Ready, go. All right, 89th overall, Cleveland Browns select Milton Williams, defensive lineman out of Louisiana Tech, small school guy, depth, piece. Let's go, Browns. I like that. That was kind of like Kevin from The Office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> many words do trick or 
why why say what's the fucking line damn it we're not going speed round because i'm stuck on the office uh <laughs> <your> one sentence. <laughs> number, number nine the minnesota vikings take spencer brown the offensive tackle out of northern iowa the kid is an athletic freak and honestly i was joking with randy that the raiders would take him in the first round so uh here's he, he's here in the third i'm taking him with the vikings all right. Uh, like it here. Hate the other one. Um, <laughs> Brown's up again at 91. I won't chess a rod linebacker from UNC. They are basically continuing to mold their linebacker room to be an ultra athletic and cover ability. That's what they're targeting of late. Chess rod does that. He's very raw. He's only played for like th- four years, uh, but he also had like 118 tackles his last season. So hopefully can help that not stopping the run problem the Browns have. Yeah. Nice. Adam. So I have the Packers at 92. I have them taking Jalen Darden, wide receiver from North Texas. North Texas. There's no hiding. Aaron Rodgers needs weapons. He's a solid wide receiver, but can also play special teams for them. I think he's going to be very useful on both, both sides of the ball. I have them taking Darden. Nice. Sweet. All right, number 93. I got the Buffalo Bills, and I've got them selecting Cameron Sample. Edge out of Tulane. Another small school guy, so that's two in a row for me. But um, let's let's give him an edge rusher, and he's a three-year starter, and he saw time as a freshman, so he's got a lot of experience against uh, a little bit lesser talent, but let's put him with Buffalo. People love that kid, man. I haven't watched him yet. Randy, have you watched him yet? One game. Nice. Good stuff. I saw a second round grade on him from somebody. Yeah. So. I think PFF loves him. So, yeah. So uh, yeah, right. 94 Kansas City Chiefs. I am on the clock. I am having them select Pete Werner, the linebacker out of Ohio State, the linebacker that some people think is better than Baron Browning, who we had go much, much higher. Uh, he's good at pretty much everything. Uh, he's just a very solid player that's going to become a value. And he's going to be a very, very good player for probably 10 years. So, at least 10 years. Linebackers play a long time. That's it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bucks up next, the champs. Uh, they get Hamza Nasir Ladin, the safety out of uh, Florida State. They, again, don't have many needs. Uh, Whitehead, their safety op- opposite of Winfield, is on a one year deal. I think Nasir Ladin can play some rotational stuff this year and take over for next year. Good stuff. Adam? I have the Patriots in 96. They have taken Osa... Diggy Zuba. Yeah, M2. Uh, (laughs) Interior defensive line from UCLA. Um, They need help on defensive line. Yeah, pretty much it. There you go. There's my one thing. They need help. He fits it. Patriots don't need help anywhere anymore, man. They just fucking spent a million. They need, they need a million, million. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fact. All right, sweet. Number 97 overall, we've got the LA Chargers and just about 10 more fans than, um, than the Jaguars do. Uh, we got them taking a safety depth piece, Andre Cisco, um, not related to the food processing service. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I'm not sure, but I just went with it. <laughs> Look, he was having a – he's a three-down safety. He was having a great year, had a knee injury, a little bit undersized. But let's just put him on special teams for now and then see what happens. 
Yeah. He'll be a scary special teams player. That's for sure. Uh, all right. 98 Saints, Tyree Gillespie, safety out of Missouri. He's my safety three. I know he's not going to go that high, but if he does, I'm going to take credit for it because he's really good. Plays some single high. He won't really have to with the Saints, but they do run multiple sets. So he could. Uh, and he's got some range, and the Saints need some range on that defense right now. So that, that they definitely do. I'm up again for the Cowboys at 99. I went with Amari Rogers, uh, wide receiver from Clemson. He's definitely falling down the board here. Uh, he is going to replace uh, Gallup. Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin already, Gallup next year, because <laughs> uh, they definitely can't resign him next year. And I mean, this is literally the same thing. A guy that probably shouldn't be on the board is there at a position they don't need. They take it anyways. <laughs> the Jerry way. Adam. Pick 100. I have the Tennessee Titans taking Jamie Newman, quarterback from Wake Forest or Georgia, whichever one you want to associate him with. I think they need a backup quarterback. Deshaun Kaiser is not their backup quarterback. They're close to going all in on a Super Bowl. And in case Ryan Tannehill goes down, they need a decent backup. In case of that scenario, Jamie Newman could be that solid backup. Good stuff. Shout out to Thor. Thor liked that pick. <laughs> Thor finally made an appearance. <laughs> All right. Sweet Number girl. 101 overall, the everyone's favorite uh, cousin the Detroit Lions. Select Shakur Brown, a cornerback out of Michigan State. You see this a lot. NFL teams select college players in their area, which the Browns never did for a long time, but I'm going to open up that can of worms. Uh, <laughs> likes him a lot better than Everybody else, it seems like I think he had his best season this year, you know, albeit a short season, but there's concerns about his deep speed. Um, so let's just put him with the Lions because, again, they need cornerback help uh, badly. So, yeah, they need help everywhere badly. Yeah. Except quarterback. They've got Jared Goff now. <laughs> uh, all right. 102. Uh, it was the Falcons pick, but. We said we were trading it. Uh, it was it was the Forty ers pick. That's what I said. I didn't say that. I meant to say that it yeah, was the Forty ers pick. Yeah, I meant to say that. I'm sorry. Uh, it was the Forty ers pick. But the Forty ers I think, are probably going to be trade back candidates with some of these picks here. Um, so we had the Falcons trade up. Uh, they gave up uh, picks one hundred eight, two nineteen, and a twenty twenty two seventh round pick to come up and select Trey Sermon, the running back out of Ohio State. Which, if you play fantasy, which if you listen to us, you probably do, uh, would vault Trey Sermon up very, very high, very high, because he'd be in the Arthur Smith offense. So I think that's a good early uh, period for Arthur Smith, Trey Sermon, and Mike Davis too. Uh, It's going to be probably an insane duo, and they'll be very fantasy relevant. All right, one hundred three, the Rams. uh, My last pick, and seemingly the third pick for the Rams, somehow in three rounds. Uh, I'm with Josh Myers, the center, really been interior offensive lineman at OSU. Uh, their center right now is dog shit. Uh, their guards are kind of dog shit. So Josh Myers will plug and play. Uh, they need help across the board, really. <laughs> Austin Corbett starts for them. So yeah, I was yeah. Say. he's their right guard, I believe. I their center. I looked it up and I didn't recognize the person if I remember right. So that's probably <laughs> not good. It's never good. Never good. All right, Adam. Second to last pick. 
Second to last pick, pick 104 for the Ravens. I have them taking Seth Williams, wide receiver from Auburn. Lamar Jackson needs more help. I know he, they, he, they already drafted Kadarius Tony in his mock draft. However, Lamar Jackson needs more. So I have him taking Seth Williams. Also needs more accuracy. Facts. That is not what the show is about, though. <laughs> it's true. All right, sweet. Finish us off. All right, so with the last pick of the third round, the New Orleans Saints leveled their Ohio State guys. So they're going to take Justin Hilliard, the linebacker out of Ohio State, who I'm pretty sure most of the scouting community had not heard of before this season. He started out like, who the heck is this guy? And then by the end of the season, it was like, man, this guy's a stud. So third Ohio State linebacker taken in this draft already. I think he's going to be a good piece for the Saints and probably replaces Demario Davis if he hasn't left already and I just screwed up. He's actually the only one still there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's get a replacement for him, and he's on the downward trend of his career, which he's still pretty good. I would like to retroactively change one of my picks to be Tough Borland here. Uh, no. Don't let me do that because he's bad at football. He's the only linebacker that's bad from there. Uh, okay, that will do it for the Mega Mock this year. Um, obviously, the board the board gets a little crazy every time we do this, but that's what mocks are for. They're for craziness. They're for fun. This is supposed to be fun, so don't yell at us too much. Yell at us a little uh, if you want. Uh, how did you guys feel about your favorite team's drafts? I, I mean, I like them. I think they had a pretty good draft here. That's you good. can call it the first round pick if you want. It's fine. Their first round pick, uh, Jameen Davis. Jameen Davis is actually really, really good. Uh, I think I said it was close to his ceiling, which it probably is, but he would be the, the best cover backer on the Raiders day one. <laughs> Not even a question. Yeah. Adam, were you happy with the Eagles draft? If this is how the Eagles draft turns out, or if we come away with half of these players, I will see that as a huge success. But Howie Roseman is picking, so I expect nothing but just pure disaster. But if this ends up happening, it will be a great three days for us. I'm, I'm really quick before we go to Sweet for the what he feels about the Broncos. In my, uh, I'll give some teases for my final mock. First pick for Philadelphia, Christian Barmore. Um, so I know you hate that. Uh, second pick, they actually trade back. They get Kelvin Joseph. It's a good, good pick. Uh, third pick, just scrolling through, haven't gotten to it yet. So, uh, oh yeah, no, just kidding. So th- that's your little tease. Oh wait, no, I found another one. Nico Collins. So, would you like that better than this one? No. No, I like this one because we get a wide receiver out of it at least. We got Nico Collins. That's we get a better wide receiver out of it. Facts. All right, sweet. What did you think of the Broncos draft here? Um, I'm just concerned that we don't have a quarterback still. <laughs> what? You got the stellar Drew Lock. I didn't want to trade up for Trey yeah. Lance because I don't see them doing that unless they no. really believe he can start. Like, why? Why would we trade for Trey Lance when we're st- Giving Drew Lock another try, another shot, it just doesn't make sense. So that's yeah. why I do it. Hey. I think Mac Jones is an option for them at nine. Ah, uh, fuck no. <laughs> I, I'm not drafting me to to that team. I've been compared to Mac Jones. I don't oh have a God. DUI on my record though. So, hey, 
Congrats. That's good. <laughs> it's because you always had to work front desk for fucking Yeah, CSU. I was too busy working at you 2 a.m. You just watched us come home drunk. There's a difference. <laughs> True. All right, guys. That will do it for the Mega Mock. We will be back next week with bold predictions and then uh, the rumors. And yeah, Listen. we'll figure out exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be a draft show. We might go over some prop bets as well, uh, which feels like a good place to plug my other show that I just started with Jeff Bell and uh, Kevin at the boys underscore something I, I forget their ads at for whom j bell tolls it's a new podcast we just started this week uh but we debuted our episode uh tuesday night so go check that out i've retweeted it a bunch so uh just follow me at c williams nfl you'll see all that randy where can we find you uh at har har hall nfl har har uh, <laughs> Adam, so where can we find Raiders you? Raiders fan all the way through. Like, uh, you find me at AAMAC1234, even though apparently it's supposed to change that. But for the time being, you can find me there. You can also find him at Becky's um, on every <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> it was Thursday night. Not anymore, but uh, that, that was fucking true. That's clockwork. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. All right, sweet. Where can we find you, dude? Um, you can find me in Milwaukee. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> at, FF Sour Patch Kid capitalize all the important letters. <laughs> all right, so it, it's I'm, I'm gonna type it in like uh, the SpongeBob meme. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> all right, that will do it for the Mega Mock. Once again, thank you guys for joining us for this three round extravaganza. We do this every year. This is the second annual. We'll be back doing it next year, of course. Uh, but for now, we'll talk to you one more time before the NFL draft. NFL draft season is right around the corner, but we are out of here for now. So for Adam, for Sweet, for Randy, I am Christian. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later. <laughs>